Hey, Donnie here. I wanted to tell you about Champions 90. Champions 90 isn't a workout routine or a fitness routine. This is about you transforming your life mentally, giving yourself an upgrade while you build to business freedom. Champions 90 is about you getting quiet with your thoughts, staying focused on building your business, and getting you to freedom. Come join the challenge at champions90.com. The girl I was madly in love with and wanted to marry ended up leaving me for someone else. I was madly in debt. had basically enough money to feed myself every day of the week. I was basically making enough money each day literally to get by. And I was living on my brother's floor in his room. I didn't even really have a couch. I was just kind of like laying some blankets and stuff on the ground with a, a pillow just so I could go to bed at night. You're listening to Donnie Success Champions, where I believe everybody is on a journey. Life is all about the stories you can tell and teach later. You're going to hear the stories of people who have overcome hardships, failures, and life to find success along their journey. Alright guys, going to be another killer episode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, and today I'm bringing you in Jonathan Lane, and it's got a pretty wild story, so we're going to hear everything he's got going on. Jonathan, welcome to the show, my friend. Please tell us your story. So, my story is not necessarily one of those like rags to riches or anything super brutal. I would say it's like a Comparing to like everyday average life and wanting to be more than that. And so my story is basically starting from being like everyone else and kind of hitting that point where you're just like, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick of living this everyday life where it's the same thing every morning, every night, kind of like already know what you're going to do every single day of the week and just wanting to finally break out of that. And so I ended up having a friend who brought me into a company that kind of got me into this entrepreneur mindset and it completely changed my life at that point. And it wasn't necessarily the company. It was, it was more the mindset change and the shift that I had. And so I ended up going through this whole process of completely changing everything about not just myself, but my life and where I was going. I was just building websites, doing this like ordinary thing of I'm going to go to school, get the job, do the everyday life of probably working 40 years until I actually retire. And so it was kind of different. And the best part about it was really the negative sides that ended up impacting my life later on. I ended up finding this girl, falling in love with her. She was a part of the company that I was joining. Everything seemed like it was going to go great. I had a bunch of friends who were a part of the team that I was building to do this whole endeavor, if you will. And nothing but upsides in the beginning. And eventually I hit this point where financials started to become rocky. The business ended up not going the way we all envisioned it going. 
I had all of my friends basically leave my team. They ended up deciding that this wasn't for them. And I was already kind of like sold in. So I was already all into the whole process. And the girl I was with at the time started to basically not see me as the person that she wanted to see herself with for the rest of her life as well. And so I started to lose her too. On top of that, my finances are hurting me. And so I had just finished moving my entire life from Los Angeles, where I was before, to San Diego, where I am now. And the things that occurred basically happened in the process of the girl I was madly in love with and wanted to marry ended up leaving me for someone else. I was madly in debt. had basically enough money to feed myself every day of the week. I was basically making enough money each day literally to get by. And I was living on my brother's floor in his room. I didn't even really have a couch. I was just kind of like laying some blankets and stuff on the ground with a, a pillow just so I could go to bed at night. And I would basically get up every morning and I would spend the first couple of hours of my day trying to get my business up running with no real success in that effort either. And then by night I was just like working some crappy job to make ends meet. And so I basically finally started to hit like a really low point in my life of, I don't really know if I want to keep going, not just with everything in my life, but with life. And so I ended up having a friend kind of reach out to me, told me I should go to this whole business seminar thing. And it kind of was like my saving grace. I ended up hearing from a lot of speakers who just talked about their low points in life, how they were hitting their points of, you know, I was not making money for four years, didn't know if I was going to get out of this, didn't know if things were going to work out. I basically was giving my all to everything that I was doing and was getting nothing back. And so I really related to a lot of the things that they were saying because I felt like I was in that point of where I had just finished sacrificing everything and anything to get my dreams achieved and nothing happened in the end. And so I came back from that seminar with a more positive mindset from it. And with that, I didn't really know what I was going to start doing. I just knew that I was going to start picking myself up. I already had rock bottom, so I knew there was one way to go, which was up. And so the first thing I did was I just made this, like, Facebook Live video, kind of just saying that, like, you know, I just got back from the seminar. I don't know really what I'm doing here. I'm just saying, you know, I just started describing how I think everyone hits those low points in their life where they hit rock bottom, and they need to start kind of just picking themselves up. And it isn't until you start to realize, like, you just need to start getting yourself up because – Hitting rock bottom is relative. Like everyone's rock, someone's rock bottom might be other, another person's everyday life. And so I started to really think about that and just started to think maybe I need to be more grateful of where I am in life and the fact that, you know, things could be worse. And I just really need to get it back to where I want it to be. And so what I ended up doing was these everyday videos of just posting about gratitude, positivity, following your dreams, like random videos every day, different topic every day, kind of just like getting a, a speaker mentality with it too. From that, I ended up having 
a lot of people reach out to me saying that they really liked my videos. And I actually had a friend saw one of my videos, which is about not giving up. It's about keep going, you know, don't let the, the tough times get to you and stuff like that. I don't really remember a lot of the fine words, but the main word that I remember from it was just, if you're at the point where you don't want to keep going, that's the point where you have to keep going the most. And the next day I had a friend reach out to me and he told me, Hey, I saw your video and I just wanted to let you know that I thought it was really good. And I was just like, Oh, thanks, man. I just, I honestly am just doing this kind of like uh, out of a whim. I don't really know why I'm doing it, but I'm enjoying doing it. So I just kept doing it. And he started to tell me and he confessed to me that he was actually considering suicide. And he actually was writing his suicide letter when he wrote or when he watched my video. But he said from watching my video, he doesn't really know why the words kind of resonated with him, but it did. And it ended up making him reconsider everything. And until this day, which I think has been about three months now, he is still fighting and he's actually doing really well. And so from that, I started to realize that I kind of have like a purpose, a purpose to help people. And I didn't realize it until that moment that my words and what I could do with speeches could potentially save lives, especially in that situation. And so I started to take that and kind of run with it. And so I still do my videos every day, but with my business, I started to be the person who stood up and did some of the speeches for whatever we were doing. And so we've had a lot of positive impacts just in the past couple of weeks. We uh, just opened a new office down here in San Diego from that. We have things up and running and it's been phenomenal since things have gone started that. And, you know, everything's just been kind of like 180 <laughs> to where it was when I was like uh, in that low point of my life. It just kind of brings a lot of perspective, I think, when I look back on it. And I think, you know, it could have kept going down this path of me never picking myself back up. And I could have just kept going down the rabbit hole and who knows where I would have been. And so I'm just thankful today that I kind of realized and picked myself up and started to really think about where I could go in life in the opposite direction. Very cool. So you've got your traditional American story, young guy trying to figure out life, meets a girl, that doesn't work out. And you go all in on all kinds of things. It all goes to hell in a handbasket, right? You find yourself literally living on your brother's floor, and you're like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? Somebody throws you a life, you know, reserver and says, go to this conference, mm -hmm. and you literally just start doing videos, speaking what's on your mind. I'm sure regurgitating a lot of the things you've been heard at the conference and whatnot and speaking yeah. a lot of your own personal truths and it started resonating with people. Yep. And now you're a multi-billionaire and setting the world on fire. Heading <laughs> <laughs> in the right direction for that. I like to think I'm a millionaire. My, uh, Check just hasn't been deposited into my bank account yet. 
There you go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so now you're doing some speaking. You're still doing the videos and you're helping people on their journey. How have you turned that into a business? So what I actually do is I help people in the financial kind of like side of things. I help a lot of people who are struggling with debt. We bring people in with a student loan debt, credit card debt, people who need mortgage finances. But then we also show them how to invest their money and save it properly and ways that they can build it up. And also if they need proper protection with certain insurances, estate planning, like all these different things. So we created this business that basically became the Amazon of financial services. Whatever it is that you need done, you can come in and sit down with us. We'll actually sit down and do your consultation for free. And until we actually get a product or service in your hands, you don't have to pay for anything. So that led to obviously helping people finances. But then I also sit down with them sometimes because some of them don't really want to talk about their finances because they're so impacted by the debt sometimes that it affects them mentally and emotionally. And so I've become known as that person in the office who's like, hey, this guy's like uh, going with something beyond just his finances. Can you sit down and talk with them? And so I'm the guy that he basically sit down with now who helps them like kind of like, hey, tell me what's going on. You know, money aside, and we set everything to the side, and I said, let's just have a conversation. And so I've had, or what we have had as an office, a much higher success rate with getting clients to feel more comfortable with, A, becoming our clients, but actually getting things going with them so that they can start investing their money. And so with that, every time we help a client, it's like anywhere between a 1000 to $2,000 service. And so that's been kind of like compounding and building up. But most of the money we do make right now is just kind of being reinvested back into the business so we can grow it better. So you put together a team of uh, like financial advisors, money guys, and financial educators, it sounds like. And people are coming to you to get advice on their finances to figure out how to start moving your life forward, which is a pretty cool idea, you know, because yeah. uh, a lot of people, well, 90% of the world, if not more, suck at money. You know, mm-hmm. money is one of those things that people just suck at. And it's it's interesting to find a group of people that are trying to do more. So how many people on your team are financial advisors? Let's see. I would say right now in our office, we have about six people or like at the level where they could sit down with someone, do it on their own, and they don't really need any help. We currently also have about, I'd say about 10 people who are kind of like still in like the training process of things where we're kind of like, um, they get it, like they understand how it all works, but they can't really get the flow down of the, like the business of like how things work, like what to do A, B, C, D, E, F. And so we're, we're kind of like walking them through that. There's also like getting them licensed so that they can actually be payable and certain things like that. So yeah, there's only about six of us who are like fully licensed, ready to go and doing things. Nice. Okay. So, so really you're a group of financial advisors that are helping people with their, their 401ks and mutual funds and things along those lines through financial education. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, 
It's interesting that, you know, uh, I mean, there, people see these conferences pop up all, all over the place all the time, right? But they usually think there's some sort of hoopla, rah-rah thing, you know, yeah. for them to go to. And there is some truth to that. I mean, there's there's definitely the, the let's get you the overtop fired up, you know, NLP the hell out of it and see what happens. But I, I like the fact that you took action after you went to your event and created something that is giving back to to people. D- did you think it was going to lead you down the path of doing financial stuff, or were you just going to share your story and financial services popped up as a thing you could do? Well, that was something – that was basically the business we were kind of building – but before I went to the conference, I had basically given up on the whole project of building the business to where we have it today. And it was just kind of hitting the point where it was just like, you know, this isn't making any money. Uh, I don't think this is for me. I started to have a lot of self-doubt with it um, and self-doubt with myself. And with the business, it's not one of those things where it's just like it's going to be easy. It was something where you had to work at it every day. It was like you don't really – treated like, you know, a job where you were 40 hours a week. It was like a 24-7, 365 type of thing. And so I kind of just, like, had given up on it at this point. And it had been, like, three months of just, like, not doing it for a while. And so I went to that conference. I got kind of, like, re-fired up about the idea of doing the business because it just – it really made me think, you know, it's not about making the money. It's about helping people. And it's about and if I if I just focus on how can I help people, how can I provide more service, how can I better give back to others, you know, the money will come in in the long run. It'll show up. And so when we focus more on how can I help people or how can we help people, what can we do to make people feel comfortable about this process? And when we started implementing that, it started to really just have like a domino effect for things. We actually partnered with the NFL alumni, and they are now putting out ads, probably for the Super Bowl actually too, to kind of promote our business and what we do. And so that was a really huge one that really started to like uh, get things rolling. And the main the reason that that happened is one of my friends, Bobby, ended up becoming really well. She had been really good friends with Marshall Falk, NFL Hall of Famer. He used to play for the Rams. Mm-hmm. And he saw the business, and he loved it. And so he's a huge reason that we were able to kind of, like, uplift the business and open an office down here in San Diego. He basically just said, you know, I want to do this big. You know, I love what you guys are doing, and we're going to go all out with it. And so he really helped get the project going with it. And that led to more people kind of getting eyes on the business, more people getting interested, more people trusting that it was – something credible and now i've gotten like more support with it in the past three months than like when i did when i was in that low point where it was just like everyone was kind of like well maybe you should start doing something else maybe you should start looking at doing other things besides this whole finance stuff you know it's a great endeavor but uh, whatever but now you failed move on and so i realized it's not that you fail and you move on it's you fail and then you learn from that and then you stack your failures as stepping stones moving forward so that you can get to the new heights that you never thought possible before. 
Yeah, there's a couple of really cool things in there I want to point out. One, Rocky Balboa has got the greatest quote of all times, and it's not how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you could take a hit and keep moving forward, right, which is the epitome of, of, of literally of what you've done and moving forward. And because you kept pushing forward, doors kept open. I lived in St. Louis, and Marshall Falk was, you know, playing there. So him and the Kurt Warner years were a fun time to, to watch football. And I'm not that big of a sports guy, but my administrator, assistant at the time her son was the trainer for the rams at that point so i got the pleasure not mission marshall but i met kurt and mark bolger when he was coming up in the ranks so that was fun time but you know opportunities present themselves when you put yourself out there and you start moving forward with things and when it comes from a spot of genuineness and really just trying to help people and seeing where it leads i'm curious since a seminar workshop whatever it was was so beneficial for you if you guys have started putting on these same type of things to do more of a massive you know, marketing work deal type thing, but so you can reach more people with advice because, you know, you got people like Susie Ordman, Jen Sincero, you know, you got uh, Mike McCallowitz, you know, you got all these people that are, that, that are doing similar things, but you guys are doing from the stage. I'm just curious if you guys have jumped into that realm yet. Hey guys, it's Donnie here, and I just want to let you know that we've recently launched a content development company, and this company helps people get social content. You know you need to put out a lot of content nowadays to get engagement out there in all your social platforms, but we've come up with a really cool way to help you get videos, blog posts, memes, social posters, and infographics for you know, whatever social site you need. So check us out at successchamps.us and learn more about how you can get social content for your social media. Support for this podcast comes from Point Blank Safety Services and Blue Family Fund. Point Blank Safety Services does safety differently. We know everyone is on a journey and we want to make sure you get where you're going safely. Professional, trained, ready. There's really no comparison. Here's why hiring Point Blank Safety for your next project will make all the difference and save you huge amounts of stress and hassle. Point Blank Safety Services provides certified, uniformed police officers for a full suite of armed guard services. Don't leave the safety of your project to chance. If you're ready to make sure safety truly comes first for your next project, then visit us at pointblanksafety.com. It's funny you actually bring that up. We are, we're setting up this event on the 15th of this month, um, actually one. And it's going to be kind of like with someone who's famous with our industry, but um, not really famous in like the world, really. We're also doing a, we, we partnered with this uh, real estate firm who basically are kind of like redoing real estate business too. So they're revolutionizing their industry. We were talking about how we're revolutionizing our industry. Maybe we can talk about how we're both kind of could work together. And so they love what we did. We love the way they're doing things. So we set up another event there 
We're going to have like a huge event for that. We have another huge event that we're setting up like basically each month now. Each month we have um, one big event where we're going to like have like over 100 people invited to like each one to kind of show them what it is that we're doing. And on top of that, we do meet um, twice a week to do these like mini events where we invite a lot of people to kind of like come as like a kind of like a group setting, like open conference type of thing where they can really check out what our business is and what we do. Just to kind of like help expand things. Here's what cracks me up a little bit about you is you're very mellow. You're very low key, you know, <laughs> type of guy. Typically when you talk to somebody that's trying to go after the motivational realm, if you will, or go after the kind of speaker thing, they're usually like jacked up, high energy. Most of the time it's complete bullshit, you know, over the top, you know, punch in the face type, type process you're kind of just a, a laid back here's what it is take it or leave it type guy uh, yeah it's a good way to describe me <laughs> so i mean it, it's it's funny is i think a lot of people are trying to become motivational speakers right they they and i i often find that there's two paths that people are going down path one is they've actually accomplished something and they really want to give back. Path two is they haven't done shit with their life and they're now going to stand on stage and just tell you how freaking awesome they are in hopes <laughs> that you'll believe they're bullshit. So what's interesting is usually the latter half of that conversation is your over-the-top jazzed-up people that are just making shit up as they go. What I like about yeah. what you're talking about is you're really sharing your truth of, you know, I'm still building, I'm still climbing, I'm still creating, I'm still putting this all together, and it's not the the rah-rah session, you know, let's scream the top of our lungs and all that stuff. It's, you know, here's the truth. Here's what needs to be done. Um, I think it's a really cool, cool message to put it put it out there because um, not a lot of people do that really, really well. Is that based off of just who you are or was that the game plan all along? You know, I would really say it's based off just who I am. Um, I'm the type of person where I just kind of believe in brutal honesty I would rather just be authentic, genuine, who I am as a person. I'm not the type of person who's just like super in your face, rah, 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 like, you know, let's get fired up. But I am the type of person where if you're going to sit down with me, I'm just going to be real with you. And I think that's what I bring kind of like to like a speaker standpoint of if I'm going to get up on stage and talk to you, I'm not going to be this person that's going to come at you and yell at you and tell you like, follow your dreams, go after it, get off your ass and do something with your life. I'm just going to be that person that's going to be like, look, I get it. All of us have been living this lifestyle of habits that we've developed for ourselves. And now we follow into those habits every day. You wake up in the morning. The first thing you do is think about your problems from the day before. And that's going to start running with you into your day. And then so by the end of the day, you're, you kind of like sit down, you lay in bed, and you're just like, well, today sucked. And then you wake up and you just kind of do it all over again. And until it's like you break those habits and reinvent the habits, because it's like you can't just eliminate a habit, you got to replace the habit. And so I I come from like that standpoint where it's like I'm just going to get up, I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to treat you as the person that I know you are, which is just like anyone else who's trying not to be like everyone else. You want to have your voice heard. You want to have people look at you for the inner self and not just what's on the outside. 
I really like that thought process. So walk me through it a little bit. Somebody comes into y'all's facility because they heard or saw one of your videos or maybe they're at one of your micro events or mm-hmm. something. They come in and sit down. What are you doing with them? Are are you saying, hey, get completely naked in front of me and show me your finances? Or are you saying, let's have a conversation? Usually it's uh, we're having a conversation unless I have met them and talked with them prior and they've already disclosed something to me. For instance, they, I have friends who come to me and they're like, hey, I um, just finished school. My student loan debt's hitting me. And I'm just like, I don't have no, I have no idea how I'm going to deal with this. I'm like, okay, great. Let's talk. But if it's someone who, for instance, this lady I met last week, I just like walked into a restaurant and started talking to her. And it was just me and her there. It was just like this kind of like run down, like a, gas lamp burger place or whatever it was called and she was talking to me about how she was actually wanting to study finances but she's sitting here working as a cashier at this like burger place and so I'm thinking well what are you doing here and so I ended up inviting her she came in super interested in everything that we did and so the entire process was really just a conversation by the end of it I didn't really talk to her too much about her finances because she was so sold on the idea of getting help with her finances after the conversation that she's already going to come back and become a client and she's already interested in possibly coming on board and doing what we do and I told her well look um, I'll give you a chance just like someone gave me a chance and I'll, if you're really serious about it I'll walk you through how this works and I'll train you and I'll guide you on how to build yourself up in this business for some people it's not just that they're coming to get help with their finances, it's they are looking for an opportunity. And so that's the beneficial side of this business that we run too, is we're willing to never turn anyone away or when it comes to their money and what they need help with, but also offering them maybe a second chance because maybe it is that they just don't know what they want to do in life. Just like a lot of us in this business, a lot of people who are in our business right now weren't looking to become financial advisors. Um, actually, I'd say like almost 90% of us. A lot well, of us were... Let me put the caveat on that. Nobody in third grade raised their hand and said, I want to be a financial <laughs> advisor. Let's just put that on a table. <laughs> very accurate. Um, but they, they hear about the potential behind it. You know, like, hey, if you know, if you have one client a month, you're looking at making an extra $1,000, $2,000 a month. And that's just helping one client. Helping one client can take anywhere between five to 10 hours a week, if that. And so we just explain that to them and they're just like, well, some of the people we bring in, they're not like the type of people who are lawyers making big money. They're, you know, I'm a gas attendant, you know, like I work at 76, I work at mobile, I work at Chevron. I just sit in that cashier spot. I'm a server, I'm a bartender. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a student. I'm just kind of like doing some stuff part time. And so we bring in these people who are, really just lost with what they want to do in life and first off help them with their finances show them what we value we provide and through that they kind of see it firsthand and then they kind of get the picture of well like wow you're doing something bigger than just making money here you know we we've helped so many people with so many areas we we have a, of this girl who came in and she went to one of those like private schools that ended up getting shut down and so she spent $40,000 at this school, and her degree means basically nothing now. And so we ended up getting her something called borrower's defense. And what it did is it made it so she actually doesn't have to pay back any of the money now, and she's going to get back all of the money she spent on her schooling. 
And she basically started crying in front of us because she was just like, I don't know what I would have done if you guys didn't come into my life because now it gave her the opportunity. A, she was able to pay rent <laughs> again. We also showed her how to start investing that money and turn $10,000 of it. And if she lets it sit for the next 40 years, how to turn that into basically almost a million dollars. So through that process, she got really excited about it and said, I want to be able to help people the way you did. And so she came on board with us too. And now she's just recently just got her license. And so she's going to be becoming a financial advisor soon too. So if you're listening, kids, screw college. Uh, go be a financial <laughs> advisor. <laughs> no. No, if you've listened to the show, people people know me. I'm not a college guy. I don't care about college. I think it's a waste I'm of time. I'm not a college guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, well, I mean, this is interesting that you started this this almost movement and you know one thing i want to throw out there is you were talking about the gas attendance and you know your average joes some may surprise you i've got a friend of the family who's worked at coors factory coors the brewing company coors factory here in texas for 30 years i personally know that he is a multimillionaire several times over and he's still just a guy who stands on the floor moving boxes all day it's just he never spent a dime he's one of those guys that just kept putting the money away putting money away and never did anything with it and i'm not that disciplined but good on him (laughs) yeah so awesome man how do people find out about you you know if they just want to hear your videos your stories or if they want to get in touch with your company how do they reach out and find you um, well, I do have a website now um, if they want to get in touch with the finance side of things, and that's just jonathanlane.opportunity.com. Very simple. If they want to get in touch with my videos, I post every day on Facebook, my Snapchat, Instagram. I even post it on LinkedIn. So they can look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn if they want to just do it that way. My Instagram right now is jonathan underscore the underscore orator, which was a uh, <laughs> a nickname a friend of mine gave me at another seminar, this guy, Leonis Jr. Young. He's a book writer. He does, he's like uh, science novels. And I helped him. Well, I didn't, I can't say that I helped him. I just had a good conversation with him. He was kind of like in between being a motivational speaker, but he was actually getting paid for doing that or becoming a writer, which was his actual passion. And so after I had like a good weekend with them and talking with them, he kind of realized, man, I, I, I need to be a writer. And I told him then be, well, in the long story short, I told him be a writer, you know, stop chasing these other things that are just making you money, chase what's going to drive you and inspire you to keep going. And uh, now he's had his book on Kickstarter and he's blowing it up without sense. Nice. Um, but yeah, <laughs> people want to reach me. I'm on basically every social media outlet out there. I post every day. I always find a moment in the day to at least get something posted up. And I always take my time with really figuring out the topic because I do my best to do a different topic every day. It's getting to the point where it's like I'm kind of just having to expand on certain ideas that I've had before. So, yeah. Nice, dude. That's awesome. You need to get some more followers on your Instagram, man. I just checked it out. It's 413. So let's see if we can't get (laughs) a few more than that. Now, this is awesome, brother. Where do you think this whole journey is going to take you? I mean, are you going to be the next Susie Orsman? Are you going to be the next Robert Kiyosaki, Jensen Chero? Or are you going to be Jonathan Lane? I am going to be the next Jonathan Lane. 
I am, when people ask who I am, I tell them I'm Jonathan Frickin' Lane because I don't want them to see me as the next, you know, Susie Orman, the next Robert Kiyosaki, the next Tony Robbins. I said, you know, my goal is to doing it better or bigger than all of them. Tony Robbins, that's maybe like, you know, a huge height. He's extremely successful with what he's done. The, when you hear his story, you also realize he started just like where any of us started anything in life. Yep, he went to work for uh, Jim Rohn. Yeah. One day he just woke up and he had a, a life-changing moment and realized, you know, I need to freaking just change my mindset. And I think that that's really what it is for a lot of people is my goal with these videos, with my speeches, with what I do, is if I can just reach one person that day with what I'm saying, you know, I consider that a success in my book because I, I did that once with my friend who almost committed suicide. And if it wasn't for my video on that day, he might have gone through with it. And so I just look at that as the reason why I do the videos. I just need to reach the one person. Obviously, then it turned into, well, if I can reach one person, why not 10? Why not 100? Why not 1,000? And so I started expanding the vision beyond just helping one person a day. That's awesome, brother. That's awesome. Well, man, John, I got to tell you, it's been a lot of fun having you on the show and hearing your story. Here's how I like to wrap up every episode, and I do stump some people, so get ready. If you were going to leave my audience with a quote, a saying, a phrase, a mantra, a motto, something they can take with them on their journey, especially if they're going through their dark time of their life, dark part of their journey, what would be that phrase, quote, mantra that you would say? Remember. Oh, yeah, you're stumping me because I, I, <laughs> I have quite a few. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let me see here. I guess for me, it would have to be this. I know what it's like to have gone through the darkness, but don't be afraid to love again, to get back up again to breathe again and to get up and live another day because on the other side of darkness is always a bright and shining light. Nice dude. Well done. Well done. (laughs) Thanks for being on the show, brother. I really appreciate you sharing your story. This has been great. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Donnie Success Champions podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our current guest today, or if you'd like to hear stories from our other guests on the show, come hang out with us on our website at successchampspodcast.com. I really appreciate you tuning in. If you need to reach out to me for any reason, you can catch me at Donnie at DonnieBovine.com. Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. Man, we're just proud to to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages. We get the DMs, emails, and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows. And that just means the world to us. We really are changing how the world networks. We've poured our heart and soul into Success Champions Networking and it continues to grow. 
So if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure, absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals, go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success because that's what it means to be a success champion.